Hello, folks. It's Jay from Jay Talk here to talk about Anchor. We just switched to Anchor from our previous hosting service for our podcast. Uh, a couple of highlight points. It's free. Um, it's got great tools for recording and editing your podcast on your phone or on the computer, on the phone, on the go. Make some good content there. Um, you can also add some songs from Spotify. Uh, make your own radio show. Look forward to mine. Uh, I hope you guys like it. Um, of course, Anchor has great tools for publishing or distributing your podcast to other platforms like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Um, and then you can try it. You can make money off your podcast, you know, with no minimum listenership. Um, it's really everything you need, and, and I love the analytics. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. <laughs> Good day, folks. <laughs> it's Hibachi from JTalk. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, <laughs> you did that. You did it. You did it. <laughs> of course, we have our wonderful co-host, Nick from the Nick Drop. I had to cut that one off real quick before you said something, you know, that I would regret or turn red. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> That's funny. I bought you. I, I stole Nick's line. He wanted to do that, folks. I did. I wanted to, it, ladies and gentlemen, from the stage, you know. <laughs> Go ahead. Finish the whole thing. Do it. Do it. Let's let's hear it. Well, I was going to do it off the cuff. Now you got me. Now I'm no, under Come pressure. on. Come on. Come on. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen. On the center stage, we have Hibachi. <laughs> there you go. Or something like that. <laughs> the mystical, marvel, illusionist Hibachi. There you go. There you go. <laughs> oh, my God, folks. Yeah. And if you don't know where that's from, go back and listen to a couple episodes. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty funny. So how you doing, yeah. man? Man, doing good. Doing good. Things are going well. Work's going good. You know, can't complain. Does no good. Yeah. Who's going to listen to it? I know. Exactly. We'd have less viewers if we complained about it. So you never know. I do have, I do have some new stories. Okay. That we're not going to talk about on this one. We're going to have to do, you know, dating again. Oh, but, okay. Yeah. Okay. But I, I will say you, you'd be surprised because some people could probably relate with the complaining. So. Oh, so true. So true. I'm just so many saying. people out there that play the victim that complain all the time, and it's everybody else's fault. And you know, well, see, but that's not generally our mentality. We may complain, but we usually try to find a way to fix the problem. and I agree with you. And I don't mean to cut you off, but we already have a solution before we start bitching about it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. yeah. We know what we need to do to fix it, but at the moment, we can't do that, or it's not the proper time to try to fix it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, my mother and I have done this my entire life, and I love this woman to death because I can look at her and go, hey, Mom, I'm coming over. We're going to do sushi, or we'll go out and have dinner. I just need you to listen. Right. And she'll go, okay, and she will, and she won't give me – well, what you should have done, what you could, you know, or what I think you should, you know, she's not going to give me her opinions. She's not going to give me her her thought process, even though it's killing her because she's my mama. Right. Oh yeah. But, but yeah, mom, I just want to vent. Exactly. And then I just, you know, rant and rave and holler and, you know, try to keep the F bombs, you know, away from the mom and do good. (laughs) And, 
she goes, well, you know, it's, you got a lot on your plate. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, that's a cool part. But see, uh, okay, you made a good point there that people don't like complainers, but everybody needs to vent sometimes. You got it. You have to. Right. Not, you, you know, everything's not going to be fuzzy kittens and unicorns. It's never going to happen, right? No. Exactly. Or fluffy kittens and unicorns. I can't remember what, what um, but I always just love that in any relationship that I've ever been in. Yes. Okay, here's the deal. We both get off work. We come home. And this is back in the day when we were married and we got kids. So it's havoc and pandemonium. The kids are wound up. They've been at daycare or school or whatever. Exactly. Trying to figure out food and all that stuff. I've always done a deal. Okay, we each get 30 minutes to complain about work. Or say it's a good day or whatever. Right. We each get 30 minutes. And after 30 minutes, we're done. It's time for us to focus on our life. Because one of the uh, Zig Ziglar, love the man to death. I'll never forget one of the things he taught me. He said, it's really tough on people when they're travelers. Yes. And what he means is when you're at home, you're thinking about work. When you're at work, you're thinking about home. You're never where you're supposed to be in the moment. Okay. So what? how can you ever get anything done? So what about if you work from home? You're at work. You're still at work. <laughs> I know. But you know what I mean? My cousin is a perfect example. I think we even talked about this. His company got bought up by a company in, Cal- by, in California, right. bought his company, and they moved everybody to California. And he said, no, I, I, I can't do that. My whole family and everybody's here. Yeah. And they said, okay, we'll build a room off of your house, attached to your house, give you a T1 line, and you can work from home. He put a door on that. Well, you know, months go by or whatever, the kids are still young, the wife would go, hey, keep an eye on the kids, I'm going to run the grocery store. And he's like, no, 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 I- I'm not here. I'm, I'm at, work. at work from 8 to 5, Yeah, and then I will do whatever I can to take care of the kids. Of course, she didn't work at the time. Right. So... She just didn't want to take the kids, and she's like, well, he's here. And the kids were like 8 and 10, so they really didn't need supervision. Right. But he's like, I, I no. And then they sat down, and he explained it to her. He said, look, when I'm working, I'm working. So it, it's tough to do that, Yeah. but you're still working. Well, that's setting boundaries. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a very important in a relationship. Oh, yeah. 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 So, sorry, so, my love, headset's love being weird. Some- that's all right. Love me some Zig Ziglar. Man, okay. I've listened to so much of his stuff. That's funny. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, he's awesome. So, okay. Um, so, I have something that was really interesting. I'm going to steal something off TikTok, folks. It was a really good um, little segment I sent Nick. And it was... Kind of wanted to talk about this. Yeah, I know, I know. Hold on, hold on. Let's see here. <laughs> we'll, we'll get the audio. Stop questioning whether or not you are good enough for other people. And start questioning whether or not those motherfuckers are good enough for you. Stop questioning whether or Okay. So, it, it, there's a little cursing in there. Oh, we've done it before. Oh, I know, I know. But, it, you know, the point is... It's a valid point, you know? It, it, we too many times, not just in dating, but when you're applying for jobs, when you're applying for whatever, you're looking new friends, 
you always self doubt. Oh, I'm the worst at that. <laughs> okay. But you know what I mean is, is we always do that. I, I, everybody does it. I do it too. Don't get me wrong. You know, but we all do it. it it's like, okay, stop questioning, you know, whether you're good enough. You are, period. You're good enough. Whether they identify that or not, you are. And see, I never looked at it that way. Being empathetic like I am, I I never looked at it like that. People that I've met and we've become friends because of similar interests. Yes. I'm just a pleaser. Right. It's very hard for me to say, this is what I want. This is what I'm going to do. I hope you join me in it. You know, or, hey, if I'm going on a date, I struggle to find out where we're going to eat because I don't care. So <laughs> what are you hungry for? And that's not necessarily a good thing because we've talked about that, right? Yeah, we have. So I ended up being around people that like to make all the decisions. or like And to, I just followed them around. You or, know? or they like to take advantage of the fact that you don't care. Right. Oh, absolutely. Let's they just be do honest. Whatever they want to do, and they had a they had a companion to do it with. Right. Guy, I'm talking about friends, relationships, anything. Man, jobs, everything. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get people like that that want to take that kind of control, or narcissist. Well, I don't think it's all. I'm not, not saying all of them. Not you know, all there's going to be. Yeah. The ones I ended up with. Well, were. Yes. You know. Yeah. And I'm struggling with that now. Because still being in the dating scene, it's real. It's re- it's a real struggle for me to get, okay. I'm meeting somebody in your area that's a 45 minute drive. I don't know anything about it. Right. I even did that with you several several months ago, or even a year ago. Called me and asked me what restaurant. What's good to eat around there? Yeah. Because I'm like, mo- I know people that can plan out their entire. My brother and his wife love them to death. Their life is planned out eight weeks in advance. Okay. Everything. Yeah. The kids' baseball games, basketball games, whatever the kids got going, their lives, date night, you know, right. everything is planned out. And every week at a certain time, they plan the eighth week because they're down to seven, right? <clears throat> Sometimes they might get down to six to plan the next two weeks. Right. They've been doing that for 20 years. Good for them. They're happy. No, that but see that it works for them. It does. Yes. It doesn't work for everyone. But that true. that doesn't change. You know, you're looking at and looking at yourself and knowing that you know you're. I mean, we talked about the self value, and I think that's what this one talks about. Is you know talking about being good enough, good enough for other people. You know, right. we've talked about the self-value. How do you look at yourself and things like that? And I think that goes along the same lines. So that's why when I saw this one, I'm like, you know, this is really good. Because, you know, too many times lately, and I think we're all in this little boat, is, is I don't know that it's, you know, thinking we're not good enough. I think. It's funny. I saw a TikTok the other day, and they said, where are all the good men at? And it's like, okay, all the good men have had all, they're tired of the crap. They're they're not out there dating anymore because they just flat out have gotten tired 
of the crap. When I see those TikToks, I love them, and I respond, what is your definition of good? Well, that's a good way to put it, too. Does it, does he have to be 666? Does he have, what is your definition of good? Exactly. You know, are you looking for integrity, loyalty, honesty? Right. Well, sorry, I'm not six foot tall, but I have these things. Yes. You know, and I thrive and strive to have these things. Exactly. It's not good in the long run when you're around, you know, people that don't have them, you know, but. Yeah. Well, and that that can be a drain on you mentally, emotionally, empathetically. Right. You know, let's just be honest. So I just thought it was an interesting one. I sent it to Nick. Like, actually, I sent that one to you. Uh, Junior, my ex-wife, and I sent it to Crystal. So, you oh, know, cool. Yeah, because I mean, it just it's it's so hard. I mean, even you know, for me, I don't necessarily have problems with self worth, but you do get mentally drained and run down. You know, when you're when you put yourself out there, and it just Nothing seems to be clicking. See, and I've, I guess in my life, I've separated the self-worth because I've always been very confident. I always knew I was good at what I do yep. at work. Yep. I was, I was really good at water skiing, you yep. know, when I did that. And I was very confident as a husband for 20 years. Yes. You know, there were other deciding factors that went with all that, but I don't know. Right. That part I wasn't worried about. It was, I just want, hey, what are we doing? I don't care. You know, let's go. You know, and I got around people that already says, hey, Nick, we're going to Taco Tuesday on Tuesday night. Boom. I'll meet you there. You know? Yeah. I would never pick up the phone and go, hey, Jay, it's Taco, or let's go to this place, this Taco. What do we have the other day? La Casitas. La Casitas. La Casitas. And yeah. Oh, my God. Good food. Yes. I would never say, hey, Jay, meet me there, you know? Okay. I would go. I'd call you up and go, hey, what are you doing Tuesday night? And you'd go, oh, I'm not going to do anything. I'm like, all right, cool. I was just wondering. And I, I wouldn't be disappointed about that at all. Right. I'm just, and I'm learning to do that. I'll give you an example. Okay. I was going on a date, and I said, okay, I need to step up to the plate. I really want to go to BW3s. I want to have some beers. And I want to have their street tacos. Street tacos, that's what we had it at, at there. La Casitas, yeah. Yeah. So I wanted street tacos. Okay. So I texted. I'm like, hey, what are you doing Friday night? I want to go to BW3s. Actually, I said, what are you doing Friday night? And she called me. So we started talking about it. And I said, Friday night, I want to pick you up. I want to go to BW3s. I want to have some street tacos and a couple beers. And she was like, oh, Okay, and I about flipped my wig. Really? Which I don't have. Yeah. Yes, I wasn't expecting. Oh, well, okay. I was expecting. Great, I'll be ready. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Or sounds good. Not. Oh. I I was shocked, and I'm like, I'm sitting here trying to step up my game, and kind of make some decisions. Yeah. And it it failed miserably and oh. i was like all right i got i got to regroup you know so what did she say it. what what happened 
oh no, we went on, we did the whole thing and it was fine, but the initial, you know, I don't know, it just was it was uncomfortable saying this is what we're doing. See, I, I she's just weird. I mean, you guys oh, yeah. you guys didn't match anyway. So Obviously. I mean, obviously. Yeah. I think yeah. any woman that wanted to be with you would look at that and be like, "Yeah, I'd love to." You know? And then be like, right. you know, okay, you don't like wings? Oh, what? You know, get online and look up the menu and oh, you know, I can have a salad. I can have they they, they have got street tacos, they, they got, got hamburgers. Burgers, got yeah, a, exactly. What are they called? Sliders. Yeah. 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 They got all kind of food there. Yeah, exactly. I love me some BW3s, man. Buffalo Wild Wings. Right, right. So the guy calls you and and literally he says he wants to spend time with you. We've talked about yes. this on previous episodes. Time, quality time, love language. Hello, people. But we also talking about the value of time. We give part of our life when we give you our time. Right. And, you know, oh, I, I guess. That's you know, dismissing my time. Yes, she really That's is. That's the way I felt, it, dismissing my time. But she also, <laughs> she's in doing that, she's trying to make you feel like you're not good enough. Because your decision wasn't good enough for her. Right. You know, you're like, you know, it's not very often I ask for much, but the one time whenever I want to go somewhere, really, you're going to dismiss me? See, what you just said rings a bell, and I'm wondering, in the beginning of a relationship, if I'm not so laid back that they feel like they have to take charge of those things, and then I do it, and then they're like, wait a minute, what role are we, you know, I think that's what I've done Decades. Okay. I think that's what I've done in the past. Yeah, but still, I mean, they should be, and this is just me, because you know me, I'm the most confrontational person that can be, so, you know. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> you say that, but you're not. I am confrontational. <laughs> if you ask my boss, he would agree. So <laughs> oh, okay, we're talking about relationships, but well, wait, are you saying I'm not confrontational with relationships? I say that your communication, you're communicating, not confrontational. Oh, okay. Confrontational to me would be like everything that you say out of your mouth. I'd be like, no, and give you a reason why. Okay, okay, that's fair. That to me is confrontational. I'm not trying to be that's like obnoxious. Yeah, no, that's yeah. just like I'm purposely trying to piss you off. Oh, no, I'm not like that. You know, yeah. it, 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 life is too normal. I'm going to freak out, so I need to throw some drama in here to make me feel comfortable. I know way too many people in this world that do that. Yeah. Now, I was looking at it as I won't put up with somebody treating me bad, and so oh, I absolutely. will be confrontational. Yeah. Oh, well— and you, so you shall, so you should. <laughs> but you, I'm more the, I, I'm just going to walk away. I know. You know, well, if you leave, we're done. And I'm like, no, I don't want to get what I call slinging mud. I know. When you get into an, a, a confrontational and then it turns into an argument, at that point, you start digging up shit. I know. And I know. that's what I call slinging mud. And I'm like, I just want to walk away. Let's all take a deep breath. And then. It might be five minutes. It might be two hours. We're going to sit down and calmly talk about 
what an idiot you are. No. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. <laughs> or what an idiot I am. Either yeah. way, but yeah. still. But, you know, but that, that's the whole thing. You have to take care of. And so I think that's where some of that, for me, you know, um, are you good enough? Well, hell yeah, I'm good enough. You know, and just because you don't see it, you know, so that's why I guess maybe I'm a little confrontational when people are like, you know, try to treat you badly or whatever. Now, granted, I've been, I've taken my fair share of lumps when I probably should have stood up with my, for myself a little more. But by the same token, there's been times when I've just been like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm just going to move on. You know, we'll be good. (laughs) So I'm very rare at that. Very rare. I usually just take the lumps. Oh yeah. See, I don't because it it's not a you know, I love the phrase what what's happening in the moment? How is it gonna affect me an hour from now, a week from now, a month from now, a year from now, ten years from now? Yes. And when I think that, I'm like, this is so insignificantly trivial. I whatever. I know. And you know, that's a fair point, but I always, and this is where me and Nick are a little different, um, just, you know, and, and that's the beauty of our relationship is we're different. So we can bounce ideas off of each other, get a different point of view. Yes. Um, but I look at things in the aspect of, yeah, this is pretty insignificant now, but will it build to something bigger later? And I think that's the ultimate question for me is not just, okay, what is it now? But, okay, if we get past this, was this just something simple and it's never going to be an issue again? Or is this something that could build into a bigger problem later? And I think that's the the, the question and maybe why I'm a little more confrontational in situations because I'm just, I'm not getting any younger and I don't, you know, I, I just, I don't have time. I, that's just the best way to put it. I don't have time yes. for crap. I don't want to waste the time that I have. Yes. And I yes. mean, and I try my best to get to know people. I mean, I really do. I, you know, when I'm first interacting with someone, I focus only on that person. And I'm, I, I've learned lately, I'm very much a hyper-focused person. Um, right. And and I didn't think about it in the past, but as I'm thinking back, I'm, you know, so it's one of those things that we talk about during the podcast and during our life, we start to realize things about ourselves and we start to learn and self-aware, things like that. I'm a hyper-focused person. And so, and it, it really is evident in my IT side. And I think if you look back, I had a tendency... If there was a problem, I would hyper focus on that problem, and I would focus on that until it was fixed. Right. And I just ignored everything else and focused. And that was, you know, now some people say that's good. Some people say that's bad. Just depends on, you know, how you want to look at it. Um, it can be detrimental, but it can be very good. Because generally I get to the root of the problem and I like to solve it, but sometimes you can spend too much time. So that's where you have to kind of weigh. Or maybe you don't need to solve it 
Yes. By your, on your own, because, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, now, there, there are bad to that. I will ask for help if I know there's somebody who can help me. So don't get me wrong. I know there are people who can help me, and I will ask people. But if it's something that I don't... If it's a problem where I don't feel comfortable asking for people because I don't trust them, then I won't. Right. And I know that's really horrible, but it's just a fact. Well, this is what makes me think of that. You're talking about asking people for things. Yes. I am. If I can do it myself, I'm not going to ask. And here is a phenomenal example. Let's just say I'm sitting on a couch watching a ball game, yes. which is very rare. <laughs> and whoever I'm dating or my wife or whoever right. is in the kitchen and I need another beer, I will get up and go get it. Right. I, it just makes the, whatever hair on the back of my neck stand up to think that if I can't get it myself, and then they get mad at me, like, why'd you get up? Why don't you just ask me to get that for you? I'd have got it for you, and they would have loved to do it. Right. If it's the other way around, if she's sitting down watching a movie, and I get up to go to the kitchen, and she goes, hey, will you get me a soda or, you know, Gatorade, whatever she's drinking. Right. Like, no problem, and love to do it. But for some reason, I can't get out of here to say, hey, when you come back in here, sweet thing, or, you know, right. will you grab me another? I still can't do it. And I've, I don't know how many people I've pissed off on that little thing. Do you think that was something that you were taught? Self-independence, I get. I, I don't know. Even when I was married for 20 years. Okay. I didn't drink as much then as I do now. Right. You know, I have a beer every night or two. But back then, we we never really drank that much, but... If I was, if we were posted up watching our favorite show, because we had our favorite shows, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. So, um, she would get up to go to the kitchen, and I'd get up and go with her. You know, right? Slap her in the butt, get whatever we needed to get, snacks or whatever we were doing, and we'd go sit back down. Right. That used to drive her crazy. Really? Why are you getting up? I'd have just got it for you. Yeah, to drive her crazy. Okay. See, I was. She liked the slap, but you know. Yeah, everything else was. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. I always thought it was more efficient, you know, because I'd pause the TV, we'd both get up, go get what we need to do, and we're back in our chairs, and we both start the TV back up, and it's not like it's an extended period, somebody's waiting for the other person, you know. Good point. That's just my thought process. That That's, right. you know, me, I'm an efficient person, you know, really efficient. Well, see, and I would be the guy, <laughs> even when, we were, when I was married, we would... T or uh, DVR it, you know, whatever the show was. Of course, it was commercials if it was, you know, whatever was on TV. Fast forward it through the commercials. So I would jump up and go, what do you want from the kitchen while she's fast forwarding through the commercials? Right. So that started working out pretty good. But then I was the guy that got up every time. I know. know. Exactly. And it never pissed me off to say, how come you never get up? You know? Right. I, it's just, it's, I want something. It's in the kitchen. Right. Right. So there's nothing wrong with that. And, but see, that doesn't define whether you're good enough. I just thought that was really interesting. I don't know. The quote has stuck with me for the last two days and I don't know why it just keeps nagging at me, you uh, know? And, and 
because I look around and I see people who don't think they're good enough. And it really nags at me, you know, and I just wish people would realize you're good enough just because you're not a man. Go ahead. What happened in their life that put them in that situation? No, I know. I know. I don't know everyone's life story and I don't know their situation, but you can. And I'm going to say that it's really interesting. I, I, you know, I, I talked about on the show this mental health first aid class. It's made me, I mean, I, I'm not perfect at it. Don't get me wrong. I'm still, I need a lot of practices, a lot of the policies and a lot of the things in the class. But it really makes you more aware of the way people are acting and the way they're reacting and their voice tones and things like that. And so it really kind of, you start paying, paying attention to more. Than, right. than you normally would. And so it, it's, you can see things going on around you and you're just like, you know, it, it really to see people, you can see, it's funny because you can actually see somebody now and they're smiling and yet you can see the pain behind the smile. Yes. And it's so true. Yes. It's very hard to look at a person who's smiling and, and they've got pain behind there, and they're just putting on this front to do their best to make it through the day. I watched a great TV show, and I would recommend anybody that's interested in learning facial, reading facial and body, you know. Right. It's called Lie to Me, and it's only three seasons, but oh my God, it teaches you so much about body language and how people respond to what you say if you watch their face. Right. You know, whether they like it or not. I've met people in my life that their whole life raised up, their mother and dad, all they ever did when they communicated was scream and yell and holler. Okay. So they grow up, get married, have kids, and that's exactly how the life continues. They don't know anything different. They don't know anything different. And those people literally look in the mirror and don't like what they see. Right. On top of that, when they do start dating somebody that's more normal, it freaks them out. (laughs) So they will create drama because that's not normal. Right. To them, that's not normal. Right. I don't know if. It, you know, it, lying, cheating, and all it, that stuff. People do that to create drama because that's it. I can't be normal. Oh my god! Well, and you know the funny thing is, is we, we were talking to Abigail earlier, and there's no such thing as normal. Okay, let's be yeah. honest, folks. It's yeah. just is their level of crazy match your level of crazy? That's exactly what <laughs> I don't know if you said it or she said it, but yeah. <laughs> So, you know, it's it's different levels of crazy. And, you know, it some people the level of crazy is they're just very like Nick, empathetic and very laid back and very and, yes. Yeah. And then you've got some of these people who are just looking for drama. They're looking for someone to fight with them. They're looking for someone to just whatever. Take control of. Yeah. They need to take control of people. And a lot of it is is Un, you know, it's not conscious. They're not 
they don't know they're doing it until yeah. you know. Yeah, it's a subconscious mental thing. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's yeah. always you know, it's sort of like the mental health thing. So yeah. you know, it's they say they say men, narcissism is a mental health. It's definitely, <laughs> and I know a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pray for those people. Yeah, there you that's, go. That's a good way. That is a miserable, miserable life. They'll never be happy, ever. Right. Never. They'll right. never be happy. Maybe. I actually was talking to a narcissist, and they said, yeah, em- empathetic people, they actually feel it. Whether it's good or bad, Yeah. they feel it extremely. Yeah. Narcissists don't, they don't feel it. Right. So. Right. And I was like, you know, you're talking about yourself. Yeah, I know, but right? I didn't, I didn't. I wasn't gonna throw that in there because that's probably what she wanted me to do was say some smart ass comment so that she could get in a fight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's her norm, you know? I know. That's her I know. normal. My mother was never like that. Right. Right. I mean, there was arguments. Yeah, we all, you know, yeah. we got our butt whipped. That's you know, things mm. like that. It, well, you know, I grew up in the '60s, '70s, so. Yeah, there was there was a lot of that, but yeah, my mother always would sit us down and talk to us. Oh you know, yeah, amazing, amazing woman. Raised three kids by herself, you know. Right. Whipped her ass when we needed it. Of course, you know I was the perfect child. I never made a mistake. <laughs> never did anything wrong. I hope my sister and my brother listen to this podcast because they will come unglued. I know exactly. You're Mister Perfect. <laughs> Yeah, your mom loves you best, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. We had T-shirts made. You know what's true if you had T-shirts made? Sean and Jerry, my brother and sister, made T-shirts that says, Nick's mom's favorite. Oh, my God. That's funny. That's hilarious. Awesome. <laughs> oh, that was great, man. Okay, I did yep. not know that. I learned something yeah, oh, yeah. new. Okay. Yep. Well, that, that was years ago. I've probably made her mad enough times now that I'm not the favorite anymore. Oh, Jerry's okay. probably... Jerry's been doing good. She's been... Okay. Hanging out with mom a lot more, so I'm pretty sure she's a favorite. She's a favorite now, yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm not going to comment about Thanksgiving because I don't think that one went over either. That threw you up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there you go. I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? That's all right. I'm good with it. (laughs) I've told that story already. I know. I know. I'm teasing. (laughs) Go back and listen to the episode. You'll you'll get it. (laughs) You'll get it. Oh, Lord. Have mercy, dude. Anyway. So you learned any good dance moves off TikTok? It's funny because I have seen a bunch of dances, and yeah, I, I'd probably throw out a hip if I was do some of those cool things that uh, really? I loved doing when I was a kid. Okay. You know, I went to discotheques. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and I like Top 40 even to this day. Right. I'll listen to Michael Jackson. Matter of fact, today, I listen to nothing but George Michael. Oh, nice. Love that. You know, I yeah. wish he was still alive making music because he was amazing. Yeah. So and I, I looked like him when I was a kid, when I, I was younger. <laughs> That's funny. I told you I met him. No. Yeah. I walked up to the bar, and he was doing some stuff with his manager way down at the other end of the bar, and there wasn't nobody there. The bartender was a ski buddy of mine, and he called me. He says, get up here now. And I'm like, wait. He said, shut up and just get here now. Yeah. I ran up there, and I went, and he handed me a, a Bud Light, and I looked over my left, and right about the same time George Michael looked at me, and we both went. 
because I had the same haircut. I looked just like him. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't fat and, you know, great, whatever. And he came over and introduced himself. He's like, oh, my God, we could be twins. He said, wouldn't that be a hoot? You know, we laughed and <laughs> talked for about five or ten minutes, and he walked off. That's cool, man. Yeah. It was good for like, you. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. I didn't mean to drag that story out. But no, sorry. no, that's a good story, dude. That was a great story. Yeah, come on. That was actually really good. So, yeah, yeah. but no, I, I could dance, too, back in the day. But right now, <laughs> I'd probably throw a knee out. I think we've said that before. Hey, you, know. you did salsa with a bad knee, so don't even go there. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Okay. See, you did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so. I've never done salsa. Okay. It's not um, hard. I've done line dancing. I've done... If you've done line, you can do salsa. What do they call uh, barn dance? My mother went and used to do it for years. Are you talking about kicker dancing? <laughs> yeah, but it's not kicker dancing. I know what it's, it's like, not. I'm just there might be 30 people, and they're all intertwining. I, what do they call I that? I thought that was line dancing. No, line dance is where everybody lines up and does the same steps over and over. Oh. This is turn your partner do-si-do. And oh, spin your, square dancing? What do you call that? Square dancing. Oh. My mother did that for years. Really? Oh, yeah. And we'd go sit and watch all, all of them dance. They'd put the frilly foo-foo dresses on. <laughs> you know, they'd have a blast. That's funny. They would have a blast. Okay. My mother loved My mother could dance country western, too. Okay. Her and I went out one night, and we got into a dance competition, and we won. Nice, dude. Yeah. She can dance. She can follow I would trip all over everything, and she'd be right there with me every time. Okay, that's why we won. Okay, I, I go ahead. No, no, I was I was just saying that's why we won because she could follow my fail. If yeah. I made a mistake, she just right with me. Yeah, she'd make it look like it was been planned. Oh yeah, yeah, she was awesome. That's funny. I actually did win a dancing contest once too. Did you really? Yeah. See. Yeah. You didn't. You want to know what dance it was? Oh, <laughs> Go ahead, you got to tell me now because I can't even guess. I'm thinking of a bunch of silly stuff. Tequila. Uh. <laughs> That's a good one. And for people who don't know, what is it? Uh, Pee Wee Herman's Big Top or something like I don't remember. Big Adventure or something like that. Yeah, whenever he was doing the, the tequila dance on the pool table, that was... Yeah, that was the competition. I actually won that competition. Nice. Yeah, so nice. I taught my kids how to do that dance. There you go. Yeah, it was then fun. Then I watched one day, Junior's going to come home and say, Dad, I got in a competition and did tequila and won. Yeah, there you go. That would be too cool. That would be, be hilarious. hilarious. So Yes, it would. But, you know, it's funny you talk about music. I've been listening to, what is it, Night Shift by the Commodores? I think it's the Commodores. Oh. And then Commodores. Staying Alive and a couple other of the old songs, I've added them to my, uh, you know. The Bee Gees. Uh, yes. Can't go wrong with the Bee Gees. And I yeah. found a really phenomenal. So I'm, some of you may not know, but I'm, I'm a big classical fan. I love, you know, orchestras and big bands and whatever. I found this phenomenal orchestra slash um oh what was the name of the band but it's uh queen orchestra queen oh. remix okay oh wow and so it was we will rock you but they literally was all orchestra musics wow and it was the original yeah it was the original uh band singing 
but it was all orchestra. It was insane, dude. I'm telling wow. you. It was really, really good. So I love out-of-time orchestra because they always come to Houston for Christmas. Oh, I'll have to check them yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. So, but no, I love, you know, big bands, marching bands, orchestra, symphonies, things like that. I'm just, you know, I've always been a huge fan. I mean, a lot of like dubstep and top 40 and stuff like that. But yeah, not big on the new R&B, but I love a lot of the old R&B. Like you said, right. you know, uh, Michael Jackson, some of that old stuff. Yeah. All really good stuff. So, but you know, it's been really interesting. Yep. So. Other than that, um, yeah, this has turned into an off-the-cuff, hasn't it? Well, let's go back to that. Okay. One of the things that's always been funny for me about relationships and narcissism is the men that I would ride with or hang out with, they would give me crap unless I listened to country or rock. Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't give a... Shit, what you listen to. I know. And I'm not going to put you down for it. Yep. But, you know, if I was to start playing, we were all having a party up in Bandier. If I was to start playing top 40 music, everybody would just blow their minds. Yeah, you listen to that crap. And I'm like, I got to listen to your crap. Yeah, I know, right? Come out, you know, I got a buddy that doesn't listen to anything past 1980. And I'm like, grow up. <laughs> grow up. I know, He's right? Like, Oh my God, Peter Frampton's coming in concert. You want to fly down to Florida and come watch it? I'm like, that would be cool. Yeah. Peter Frampton. Yeah. But that's what he listens to is stuff that's 40 years old. And no, I'm like, that's 50 years old now. 50. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no. I know. I know. I'm messing with you. <laughs> I, I do. I like new stuff, I, you know. But I like old stuff too. Don't get me wrong. Oh, I love you know. Don't yeah. I can listen to it when I go to Bandera. It's nothing but country. Okay, so I would you know. But now there's new country. So yeah, all the guys I hung out with are like, oh no, I can't listen to that new country shit. I ain't gonna listen to Kane Brown. I'm like, why not? Love his music. Yeah, there's some there's some good guys. I, I'm a song. When it comes to country, it's the song. It has nothing to do with the artist. It's the song. Okay, and I don't care if it's new or old. If the song is something that's catchy to me, then I like it. If it's not, it's not. It's just cut and dry. That's I don't care. Doesn't matter who the artist. Doesn't matter who the artist is. I really don't care. Okay, that's my attitude on the whole thing. But you know, you made you, you were talking about the guys making fun of you for the type of music you listen to, and see. So I have a wide spectrum of music, and I remember one time going on a date, and I remember. I had a playlist going in the background, and I had it turned down really low because we were talking. We went out to dinner. Right. And then we get, you know, and then I said, hey, you know, I really don't want to finish. Do you want to go just talk? So we got in my car, and I just literally just drove around the neighborhood, just, and we talked, you know? Right. And this girl proceeded to say, you listen to teenage girl music. Okay. Thanks. Thank you for your opinion. I okay. What defines teenage girl music? Um but okay. You know. Okay, so see, that's where I get confrontational. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? What, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> I know. 
If you're not up with the latest trends, I have kids. I know. I listen to my, you know, whatever my kids listen to, I listen to it. Oh, I'm not gonna go. Oh, don't listen to that shit. That you know, the, the you know, I'm not gonna Dude, do that. I listen. I used to listen to what is it? Uh, Disney radio. Well, my kids are in the car. You know, of course we listen to it. I got to the point where I liked it. I listened to it whether they were in the car or not. You know what? Right? It, if the song is good, I don't care who the artist is. You right. know, I, and that's what I don't understand about these people. Really, you're going to make fun of someone for the music they listen to? Yeah. Why, why put somebody down because of their choices? Yes. You know? We have enough people now, in the world great. tearing each other down. We don't need any help any other, other ways. If my opinion is I don't like it, that's just my opinion. You know what opinions are like? Yeah. I mean, put in my mother's. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Remember, I got to come up with a gun. No, no, no. Remember, this was Paul. Paul said this the best. Like buttholes, everybody has an opinion, and some of ours stink worse than others. <laughs> my mother used to say, yeah. <laughs> I, I I couldn't remember it a second ago, but now I remember it. My mother used to say, an opinion is only good if it's asked for. Oh, yeah, there you go. Good one. So she drilled that into my brain. So if you're playing some music that I'm not particularly listened to, I'm going to listen to it and enjoy it. I'm not going to go, why are you listening to that shit? I'm not going to put you down. Right. Because that your, that's your choice. Right. You know? Right. You know, and then later I'd go, hey, have you ever listened to so-and-so? And if they go, oh, I ain't listened to that teenage shit. Okay, well, red flag, you know. Right. Well, because that's who I am. Right. Now, if if you say, yeah, I've heard it. I'm not a big fan. Okay. You know what? You're not being rude. You're not being obnoxious. All you're doing is saying it's not your style of music. It's, right. you know, and that's a little different. If more people would be a little more... You know, respectful. Uh, I don't know, just nice. <laughs> right. I mean, it's not you know. And I'm sitting there listening to it and enjoying it. I'm not going. Oh well, I'm going to sit over here and pout because I'm not getting to listen to my music. I know people like that. Yes. That if we're not listening to their music and going to where they want to eat and doing what they need to do and spending eight hours to go grocery shopping, you know, <laughs> know. I've done it. I know. I know. It. And you know, I've I don't go, hey Jay, come hang out with me at the grocery store and spend two hours doing it. I know what I want to get in and get out. I'm quick with those things I gotta be very quick with. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. Yeah. I can't meander around a mall all day. I've done it. Yes. But if I was to go get something for me, I know what store to go to. I go straight to it, I get it, I'm out. Yes. You know. Unless my kids are like, hey Dad, can we swing in here real quick? Oh well, yeah, and that's yeah. Nancy, that's I'm, the only but, thing. Yeah, that's the only difference. Yeah, I'm with you. See, go when ahead. I was married, the wife would want to go shopping. Yeah, and she's go. I want you to go with me. I don't want you to stay at home, and I don't want to take. I want you to go with me. I'm like, okay, we'd load the kids up, and me and the kids would go find something silly to do, or you know, right. go through the food court and eat some silly, you know, candy or whatever. Exactly. Drink sodas, get yeah. wound up. And let her shop. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I used to have fun doing that. Good for you. Good yeah, for you. That was fun. Yeah. So, but I'm like you. It's just like, okay, I'm here to get in, get out, get. That's why, I, you know, I think that's the the big thing. Why a lot of people 
are big on like the Amazons because they've just gotten tired of the dealing with the crowd and having to walk through five different stores to get to the one. Yeah. Get to the one you want. Yes, exactly. You know, I know a lot of people said we're getting lazy, but I don't think it's lazy in some cases. I think there are some cases where people just flat out, they don't want to have to wait in line. They don't want to have to deal with other people. They don't want to, you never know if there's going to be a rude customer in front of you that freaking drags on for 10 minutes. You know, you just never know what you're going to run into. And I think it's just dealing with other people that people have gotten tired of not actually getting out and doing things. Yes. You know, and I think, go ahead. I'm just saying, yeah, it is a whole ordeal to go to a mall. Yes. No matter what time, where it's at, any mall, it's waiting to just get into the parking lot because (laughs) the traffic's so bad. No. You know, and then once you get in the parking lot, you got to park five miles away in it's Texas. I saw a TikTok. A lady says, it says in the caption, I live in Texas. And she said, I'm going out to get the mail. And she walks out and she's, her hair's done, her makeup's done, and all that. <laughs> By the time she gets to the mailbox, she's just dripping with sweat. That's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, the hair stringy and oh yeah, yeah, it's all, yeah. yeah. matted up yeah. and everything. Ma- yeah, makeup's running. Yeah, exactly. But that's that's the truth because the humidity down here is a hundred percent. Yeah, Abigail was complaining about that earlier. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, she was saying that that yeah yeah. But yeah, and then you get in the mall and it, you're you're like too close to people. And here you are sweating. Yep. And now you're in the cold, so you're a little, you know, yeah. shirt, whatever. And people are walking by and going, oh, you should have bathed, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then it takes you, you had to park by Sears, and you don't want to go to Sears. No. So you got to walk all the way to the other side of the mall. Yep. And you got to go through the food court first, so boom, you just drop 50 bucks because you need that pretzel weenie thing or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, that cinnamonies, yeah. you know, the cinnamon yeah, rolls. Cinnamon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I know that one all too well. <laughs> so I love those those hot dogs, Nathan hot dogs with the pretzel around them. Oh, yeah. Pretzel dogs, oh, those things are good. Yeah. I told Gabe about that. Some restaurant serves them, and he was like, oh, let me try those that next time. And I'm like, yeah, see? He's like, oh. <laughs> it was oh, funny. Good. I know. Stuff. Yeah. But, you know, it's funny. But, yeah, I don't, you know, in, yeah, we got way off subject. It's funny. Yeah. But, you know. It, we it, do that. No, That's I know. That's what we do. No, it but, is yeah. what we do. But, you know, it, it's it's funny that you, going back to the music thing, it's amazing how. People look weird at you depending on your music preference. Right. You know? If it's not the same thing they listen to. Yes. Or if they yeah. look at you and they're like, well, you're my age. And it's like, okay, shouldn't you listen to this type of music? Maybe I do, just not as often as you think. Right. You know, it's... What does it matter what I listen to? I mean, like right now, one of my favorite artists right now 
and I actually follow her on TikTok, is Lindsay Sterling. Oh, right, yeah. And you know who Lindsay Sterling is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. A lot of people don't. It is very surprising how many people do not know who Lindsay Sterling is. I know. They've heard her voice. Oh, no, no, no. No, she's never, she doesn't sing. Oh, no, you're talking about, I'm sorry. You are, you're talking about the voiceover lady. No, I'm talking about the violinist. Oh, I'm like way off key. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, you're good. You're good. If you actually Google Lindsay Sterling, S T I R R L I N G, Lindsay Sterling, she is a, World classic. I mean, she's just a phenomenal violinist dancer. Right. So she dances. Oh, now I remember. Okay. And so she. I remember you. Yeah, show me. She does remakes of songs, and some of them are game songs, some of them are anime songs, but she also has some of her own, you know, content that she creates. And her videos, she's dancing. While she's playing. And she's done live events where she dances and while she's playing. So she actually is a phenomenal dancer and a phenomenal violinist. And so I just love the music and the kind of the nuances of what she does. So I I really enjoy that. And so then the funny thing is, is half her music has no words at all. And I think that's part of the reason why I just enjoy it is I love music, you know, so... But it's funny. You, I'll flip from that, and I'll go over to something like, okay, here, here you go, folks. This is going to be something embarrassing. Some of you may not have ever heard this, but Gabe has a song that he really liked. I add it to my playlist, and most of the time I will skip through it when it comes on. But every once in a while I'm not thinking about it. I'm driving focused on traffic. And I'll catch myself singing this damn song. <laughs> the name of the song is Beep Beep, I'm a Sheep. <laughs> oh, my God. What is that? Well, Nick's got to look it up. Google that, man. That's ridiculous. Yeah, so the, the other one that is, is pretty funny that I I put on my playlist for Gabe is called Crab Rave. Now Crab Rave is a great it's good. He just found beep beep by the sheep folks. Oh my no no no. I just typed in the word beep and that was the first thing that came up in Google. <laughs> beep beep by the sheep. The living tombstone. <laughs> is the name of the people who sing it. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's completely a kid song, folks. It really is. Yes, that's it right there. Holy crap, it's hilarious. First thing that came up on Google. You'll have to listen to it after the show because, you know, we don't want to be oh copyrighted, you know. Yeah, no. Yeah. I do that. Okay, well, I'm wait. Now, now, now look up Crab Rave. Crab Rave? R-A-V-E. R-A-V-E? Yes. Roblox, um, Base Booster, Crab Rave 10 Hours, or just Crab Rave? The Crab Rave, the song. I I guess that's it. Just a big old crab. Yes, that's it. 
So what happened is, is some guy put together a whole song beat, okay? And it's nothing but music. But what it is is it's these this whole island full of crabs dancing to the music. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's funny as hell. Okay, so yeah, little stuff like that. But, you know, that's the whole thing. I listen to this crap with my kids. You know, really, you're going to be, you're going to make fun of me because I listen to something with my kids? Just because I mm. like to have a relationship with my kids? You know what? If you don't, I'm sorry for you. <laughs> I told my kids when they were starting to grow up, look, I can't watch cartoons anymore. So we started watching iCarly and Victorious. And those were great shows for kids. Oh, yeah. I'd sit through, I'd through the whole thing. No, they, awesome. Those were great kids for te- uh, great shows for teenagers. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I will tell you, there's a show that me and Gabe liked that it's hilarious, and I still love it to this day, even without Gabe, and I'll tell you why. Um, Big Time Rush. Yes, okay. I've watched it. Okay, so me and Gabe used to watch Big Time Rush, and the reason why I love this show, oh my gosh, it reminded me of The Monkees. every time I watched it, all I could think about was the old monkeys comedy show because they used to sing with the monkeys. Yes. Yes. You know, because they do funny stuff. There was always something going on. There was always some crisis. They always had to find a way around it, but, and there was always music involved, you know? Right. And that was hilarious. If you like the monkeys, Big Time Rush, all it was, in my opinion, was a remake of the Monkees, New Age. Right. 100%. It sure was. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. You remember now, when you think about it, you're like, yes. oh, crap. <laughs> exactly what it is. Yes. Now that you say that, yeah, because we, I watched that with the kids, too. Yes. But see, we did, we did get off topic, but not really. Okay. Because... These are the things that are our crazy. Yes. You know, so we, this is the thing that makes us feel comfortable. And these are the things that we like. And these, this is the communication way to let people know this is my kind of crazy. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it still goes in with our theme that this is our crazy. Well, but yeah. yeah. And you know, people may not. People try to tear you down and try to make you feel you're not good enough because they try right. to tear down your music or they try to tear down this or they try to tear down that. Don't let them. You right. know, that's the one thing. If I, if folks, if you want to hear, that's the one thing I'm telling you. Don't let them. Who cares? If they don't like right. your music, okay, that's fine. You can go home and listen to your own. Go, right. go get go a pair of headphones. Yeah, I know. Real country. Exactly. That's why they invented headsets. Hello? Yeah. Keep it to yourself. (laughs) Yeah. But it it makes perfect sense, though, because there are people, and the way they were raised is, you know, uh, the beep, beep song. They're like, oh, no, my son ain't going to be listening to that shit. You know, that's not what men listen to. You know, and that's the way they raise their kids. So those guys grow up going, if anybody saw me listen to that, I'd be so embarrassed. Why? Yeah. You know, I've always been that guy. I don't have a problem putting a tutu on. <laughs> I know. You know. Yeah, we talked about that already. 
Yeah. I yeah. mean, there are pictures on the internet of me wearing a tutu. Right. There are pictures on the internet of me getting up on a table and strip dancing, but it was at a company pick, you know, company party. So yeah. I didn't strip strip. I just yeah. took my jacket off. But, yeah. But I mean, I was never the one. Everybody, I want you to look at me and laugh and go, oh, that Nick's just plain old crazy or hell, you know. And then the macho guys are out there. I would never do that shit, you know. And I'm like, that's that's your deal. Yes. But my deal is, if, you know, I actually was going to do that one time at a Christmas party, and I brought a date, and she panicked. Yeah. Uh, you can't go out there and do that. You're going to embarrass me. Well, I guess you're going to get embarrassed, because that's who I am. So you know? I, I'm going to make a statement here. It may not be a popular one. But real men, they just, who they are. And they don't care what anybody else thinks. Yes. It, it, there is no definition of a, what a real man is. Hello? A real man doesn't go hunting. A real man has a hobby. And he's comfortable with going hunting. Okay? And if that's your hobby, good for you. I'm happy for you. I've been hunting, so I think it's kind of cool if you do. Doesn't mean I have to agree with you or disagree with you. But you know what? If you were happy with that, then you know what? Good. The courage to be who you are when other people are trying to knock you down. There, there you go. You know what? You know, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I just, you know, that's the whole thing. It's hard for people to really have the courage because too many people. And that's why we have, you know, mental health issues right now is because everybody's trying to tear someone down and say, you must be this way to be this. Well, you've got to be very pretty and this and that to be a girl yeah. or to be a lady or to be a woman. You know, really? You, come on. Give me a break. One of the best commercials I've ever seen, and I don't even know what it was, what they were selling. Right. Was... You have this big Hispanic biker dude, tatted, pierced. I mean, he just looked like the toughest guy that ever walked the planet. And you know what he was doing? He was sitting on the floor in his daughter's bedroom, painting his toenails pink. Oh, I remember that commercial. Well, I don't remember what it was about. I don't remember either, but that was a great but commercial. Thought, That's the kind of commercial that we need in this world. Because we need to let them know that it's okay. You don't have to be a macho biker dude with tats all over to sit down on the ground and paint your toenails pink. Right. He's spending One time with US... his daughter. I mean, yes. hello, dude. And she wanted to paint his toenails, and he's like, yes, ma'am. Yeah. A little five-year-old girl, you right. know, whatever. Right. Um, now, I'll be honest with you. I wouldn't let my daughter paint my nails, but I would do other things. So, I, I you know, I, I made compromises. Yeah. Jay? What? I went to the walk. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Remember? Yeah. Last November. Right. They painted my nails whatever the color is for the suicide prevention stuff. Right. All black, but one of them was... Uh, Blue or pink. I can't remember. Or, yeah, yeah, I don't remember. Blue or purple. I can't remember what they did. Right. They just said, hey, Nick, you want to paint your fingernails? I'm like... <laughs> This was what? November. I know. So I, know. I did it. But see, that's that's a comfort level. And you you had no problems doing that. I do other I things. I don't I do other things. It's sort of like I listen to Beep Beep, I'm a sheep, you know. 
There are right. things that I do, and I make compromises. You know, there are some things that I don't, I don't want to paint my nails. I don't, you know, it's just not comfortable for me. It has nothing to right. do with being embarrassed. Just not comfortable thing I want to do. That's exactly what I'm talking about. We have our own opinions about life. Yes. And that's good. Yours isn't right or wrong. Mine's not right or wrong. No. That's just, that makes us who we are. Yes. Yes. And we all should accept who we are, who right. you are, who they are. Right. And have the courage to realize you're good enough. Period. Yes. You know? And yes. and that's hard thing though. I mean, and I will say that's a hard thing for teenagers these days, is because they're you know peer pressure. People tear you down. You know, it's it's really hard. Um, you know, it happened with my son, so you know, it's not like it doesn't exist. I mean, hello. Right. So, but you know, we that's a big thing. You know, and and I, if that's the one thing I can tell people is you know have the courage. You know, people talk about having, you know, did, did you, you have a lot of balls for doing that. It's like, no, no, no. You have a lot of courage. Let's start using, right. you know, they have a lot of courage to stand up and speak up for what they believe in. Stand right. up or speak up for what they, you know, stand for or anything like that. Sort of like me with the, the foundation. I have no problem right now talking about it, you know. I mean, I still have problems talking about Andrew but when it comes to the foundation, I have no problems at all. I mean, I right. I think already I know of four people who have signed up for the mental health first aid class. Wow, nice. And because I've, nice. I've been spreading it out, you know, and just telling people about it. And I think it's a great opportunity. And, and if we can help each other with our mental health and help self-care, which is another very important factor, I think right. it really will help everyone else you know so i mean i have my other beliefs too of course you know pastor shannon made some very good points and you know he did yeah so th- there's a couple of the tiktoks that we put out again today it was awesome oh really good good one of them actually still gets likes every once in a while on tiktok um and that's one of the pastor shannon ones he, it still gets right. some pretty good hits so it's interesting how all that works in tiktok i need to learn more on how to make that happen i know people do it I know. The analytics yeah. is crazy. So yeah. I got too much going on in my life in my head to. Well, I definitely got too much going on. <laughs> I got the sale of my place up there and this, that going. And, you know, I know. now it's 100 degrees outside and, yep. you know, all that stuff. Yeah. And, you know, it's this year I've taken a bigger role with the foundation. So, of course, that takes up a little more of my time. Yeah. Right. Um, and it's about to get interesting at work. So it, it's just, yeah, all, all of it above, you know. But I. If that's the one thing I can tell people, you know, just be comfortable with who you are. Right. You know, just because someone doesn't like it doesn't mean everyone's not going to like it. Just means that one person doesn't. Well, here's the deal, too. Be comfortable with who you are and surround yourself with people that are like-minded, that are the same as you, that they're comfortable with who they are. You both become comfortable with each other, yes. and you're good. You don't have Those to, are the people you want to hang out with. You don't have to agree. You don't have to like the same things. You just have to be comfortable. Because right. it's nice to try new things because your friend exposes you to new things. There's right. nothing wrong with that at all. You know, so, but, you know, Nick makes a valid point. Find someone that 
hang with people that are like-minded. Yeah. Or, you know, like crazy. Yeah, like lazy. <laughs> like crazy, you know. You, like the, crazy yeah. and lazy, yeah. yeah As no, no. Abigail would say, find somebody that matches your crazy. Exactly. There you go. So, but, you know, even with friends, you're going to find friends that somewhat match your crazy. I mean, otherwise, you know, that, that's the key point. So, I don't know. Um, I know we're running a little long here, so we probably need to wrap this one up. All right. You know, um, any last minute comments you want to give the crowd about our episode today or anything? I just want to say, love yourself. Just learn to love yourself. Look in the mirror and count to 10 slowly. If you can do that, then you're confident in yourself. If you can't, you need need to start evaluating that. Yes. Because I know people that can't do it. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, do you do you think people should? You know, I know some people say you should go in front of the mirror and say you're worth it. Yeah, I love you. You know, literally look at yourself in the mirror and say, "I love you." You know, because you're telling yourself, you're telling yourself in the mirror that you love yourself. I mean, come on, you've got to be able to look at yourself in the mirror and just say, "I love you." You're worth it. You've got this. Start your day good. You know, whatever you're saying you want to use, but yeah. Yeah. I motivated my wife like that when she was getting up to go to class. Yeah. I would say, I would just, we had, she had lipstick that she didn't like so much anymore. Right. So I would write, you're amazing, or you got this day. Just something, and not that's all it would be is, you're amazing. Right. Or, you got this day or hang tight. You're almost at the end of this deal, you know, or something like that real quick, couple of words. And I wouldn't sign it. Say, love you. Nothing. Just that you're amazing. Right. And she'd come in and she'd kiss me on the cheek and off. She'd go to school, you know, and she got her degree. Yep. So got to think positive about that. No. Yeah. 100%. 100%. I love that. That was, that's a good one. You know? Yeah. Um, so uh, any anything else? You You're got good? anything? I'm uh, good. Okay. Um, I don't have anything. I I'm pretty good. I'm kind of excited. You know, um, a lot going on. Uh, my birthday's coming up, so that's that's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm actually having lunch with Eddie. Nice on your birthday. On my birthday, and then of course I'm having dinner with you and my kids and my parents. Right. You know, um, so you know it, it's just going to be a good day. I'm I'm just taking the day off, and I'm just going to relax and enjoy myself. You know, and sometimes you need those to just. You got it. Oh, absolutely. You know, you just need to relax. It's my day. Yeah. Why can't I do? You know, I think I'm going to put on some music, uh, some Spotify, and I will probably do a little. What is it? Call of Duty. Because I got oh, this, yeah? I got this new thirty-two inch monitor, and oh my gosh, mm. the picture is so nice. It is pretty. I saw it. Yeah, I saw this past weekend. It's beautiful. Yeah. So I, I didn't know it was a curved screen until I saw it. Yeah, I know, and it's really. I've kind of like okay, I need two of them now. 
<laughs> what? You better get back on TikTok and find you a side hustle, boy. You're going to be spending all your money. I know, I know, I know. This 27 just doesn't look the same next to the 32. It's just not even close. <laughs> so, Dad, Gabe's going to come up. Dad, what are we going to do for dinner? I, uh, there's some there's some ramen in the kitchen. Just go cook it yourself. Yeah. Got I got to save up for this. <laughs> Actually, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. No, there's some ramen on the table right now. No, it's a bad month for me. I, it was, I don't know if I was telling you this, but June is a really bad month for me. I've already spent $500 in birthday presents in the month of June. Oh, that's right. Yeah, mine's July. Yeah. Mom, sister, brother, dad, my, you know, all that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so it's like, oh, yeah. Oh, dude, I'm already broke. You know, and I still got <laughs> the rest of the month to go. So. Right. <laughs> Then you can coast all the way till December. So. Uh, no, but you know it gets better. There's some sporadic stuff for me too. I got one in August and one in September. So yeah, one here and one there. But oh yeah, no, as far like as four or five in the month of July. Yeah, as far as birthday goes, you're right. I don't yeah. really have many more, and you know, um, but I think the what is it? Uh, October is the bad month for me. Oh, because Renfest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the expensive month for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry you guys only got this $20 gift because there's this sword I want for 800 bucks. Yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> My bad. Dad, what hey, are we having we for dinner? for next year? Yeah, yeah. Dad, what are we having for dinner? Well, I've made a pot of three packages of ramen. We're all having ramen tonight. That's right. You don't have to cook so, it yourself, but you are having ramen. No, I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I would not stuff. do that to my kids, folks. No. <laughs> so it's I will. Funny, though. It is funny. Yeah. No. And you know, my kids do like ramen. My oldest does every once in a while. But yeah, no. It's we just have it when we're craving it. It's not this have to. Yeah. Every blue moon. Yes. Well. Yeah. 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 And I actually yeah. found it. Sam's has a really great. And we'll wrap up the show. Sam's has a really great grilled chicken. That I can throw in the air fryer and it stays juicy, cool. and then I slice it up and throw it on a better ram ramen. Oh my god! It's oh, fun. see that does sound pretty good. Yeah, see then the protein and the ramen. It's a win win for me. There you go. Yeah, I'm good with it. Yeah. So anyway, but no, other than that, folks, um, really glad you like the show. You know, keep listening, keep following, and um, we love you. And I love you, man. Love you, brother.